Welcome to Was It Good, the podcast that reviews movies and TV shows. It's been a little bit of time since our last podcast, but we are back doing Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. I'm Ravi, as always, joined by my two brothers. Arjuna, the ring bearer. And Krishna. I, I don't have a ring. Or a bear. <laughs> or a bear. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm ringless and bearless. Actually, it's interesting. Or speaking of rings, Arjuna, don't you have a replica, the One Ring? And I you, do. Are you wearing it currently? You would think. You think as a as a professional podcaster, I would have been prepared to wear it, but uh, <laughs> I left it in my bedroom. Do you not wear your rings all the time? Twenty feet away. No, I I, def- I only really wear it when I go out or. Now, is that does that include like so? You know, obviously, I recently got married. Like. I don't wear my what? wedding. I don't wear my wedding ring all the time. Like when I'm working out, I take the ring off. Um, it makes. I think you, a lot of people do. Yeah, I traditionally think, take take off their jewelry for workouts or showers or bedtime. So taking this, you know, back into the the topic here, which is obviously Lord of the Rings. We know in Lord of the Rings, there's like a couple couple rings created for some humans, some dwarves, some elves, and all that shit. Do you think they wore their rings all the time, or like when they had to work out, they were like, you know what, gotta take this off right now. I get the impression they wore them all the time um, because they put a lot of value on those rings. And it, it seems to me a lot of them were afraid to lose them uh, to the enemy or, you know, to, to friends, rascals, uh, friends who might steal them. So I assume they just kept them on all the time. Well, well, spoiler alert for those who have never seen Lord of the Rings. Uh, I question why you're watching this or listening to this <laughs> podcast if you haven't but uh you know most uh you know frodo doesn't wear the one ring all the time well that's because uh, it makes because, him invisible uh, and makes him invisible wouldn't that and eventually make gives him, him like a weird bloodlust yeah of evil yeah so yeah i think that makes sense that he would so my answer is it's a case-by-case basis how evil are you if you're evil you wear it all the time this is making me question the whole idea behind wedding rings <laughs> <laughs> Tolkien was actually anti like <clears throat> uh, marriage and the institution of marriage. <laughs> I mean, the whole Lord of the Rings. I think he was uh, he was a couple of things. <laughs> we'll just leave it like that. Oh my! <laughs> anyway, let's get into it. Uh, obviously, Rings of Power, uh, Amazon. You know, Papa Bezos uh, blessed us with this billion dollar show. <laughs> Uh, the first two episodes are out, you know, currently at the taping of this podcast. It, it dropped uh, last night, like 6 p.m. Um, I believe everyone here, I would hope, has seen it, and no one is lying. What is Rings of Power? <laughs> uh, and and we obviously, when we new content comes out, we like to start our text thread and text each other. And I was texting you guys, and uh, I said uh, I wanted to create my own DVD chapter listing, which was a combination of bored, boring. And boring, asleep, you know. Well, I want to clarify one thing. Oh. Um, I was texting you all uh, only only having watched the first 20, 25 minutes of the first episode. Of course. And obviously, once you hit the kind of midway point of the first episode, you kind of realize something clicked in my brain. And it was basically, uh, oh, my goodness, they made a movie on TV screen. <laughs> they make big budget on TV. And um, basically basically what I mean by that is, I don't know how, and, and I kind of want to go back and watch it again. But somehow they definitely made it f- feel like you were watching The Lord of the Rings. You were watching this epic, um, big 
tail on your small screen and it felt big it felt like a proper you know movie an epic you know movie like it it felt like the very first time i saw fellowship of the rings just the scale and that that overall feeling again i don't understand how they did it i maybe it was money well spent um specifically on you know amazon box has been feeding some kind of like gas <laughs> or drug into my house to convert my brain patterns. I don't know. Could be. I thought you were going to actually mention, so I don't know if either of you have ordered anything off of Amazon recently, but oh, recent yeah. Amazon boxes have rings. rings of power plastered all over the actual boxes. If you actually open up your Amazon uh, app, which yep. you know, I yep. often do just to, to look at stuff. I just buy uh, stupid things. You get like a rings of power thing immediately as your first screen, like a, a whole graphic and everything. So, uh, no expense has been spared to make sure that you have not you've heard of this show. In fact, yeah. if you have not heard of this show, that is impressive to me because uh, I don't know if that's possible. For this, I mean, uh, for real, I have, I have a question. This is maybe for later in the pod, but real quick, this is a billion dollar show. Do we know if that includes marketing money? Yes, uh, that's everything. It does that, so? Where, that, what do you th- what do you think the split is uh, from production and marketing? What's the split? Sixty so, forty. So I, I I think I, I read this actually. So. That also includes the um, two hundred and fifty to buy the rights. Two hundred fifty million that Amazon right had to spend to, for the rights, right? And then I think oh, one thing episodes... to clarify, real quick. One thing to clarify: yeah. it's not from what I've been reading. Correct me if I'm wrong. Bezos was personally involved in obtaining the rights from the uh, Tolkien estate to do this show, which, you know. We know, like, famous people, like, I think the most famous, like, Stephen Colbert is, like, a huge, you know, tokehead. Um, I just, I didn't think Bezos was one, or do you think Bezos just did it because he's like, this is another trillion dollar idea or something? I, I think this is the trump card of, this is kind of like, you're going all in at this point now with Amazon Prime. This is like, if this show succeeds, Amazon Prime succeeds, you know, Prime Video, yeah. I should say, succeeds. Uh if this show fails, this is the end of Amazon Prime Video. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and like, I think they're fine with that. I think Bezos was just like, "Let's take the swing. Let's do it. Let's get the biggest IP that's pretty much out there." And that was, I guess, they assessed was Lord of the Rings, and they've gone for it. Biggest, or do you think most controversial? <laughs> I mean, both. But question to go back to your question. So I would say the two fifty for the rights. I think it's about 500 for the episodes itself, and then the rest is marketing. So it's another quarter of a billion. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to see um, like all-time marketing rankings in terms of like marketing campaigns. I wonder where this ranks. It's got to be up there. It's probably definitely easily top three. I just wonder if it's number one. You know, you know um, there are conventions that cover things like that. Like there's a, there's like a general like marketing convention and like um not like a yeah kind of like a group or whatever like, like MarketCon yeah kind of <laughs> hey guys can check out MarketCon 2022 well boys we've discovered the next convention was as good as going to no I really I, oh god I mean, like a nightmare of, speaking of conventions so Pasadena Convention Center here in SoCal they have what they call PetCon. Each year, it hasn't been back since, I think, uh, just prior to COVID. I think this is the first year they're coming back. Very excited. I'm, I'm going to go because... Speaking of oh. conventions, uh, DC recently announced that DC Fandom will not be happening. I wonder year. why. What the <laughs> fuck is DC Fandom? It's kind of like their specific... It's like their 
Comic-Con, if you will, but just for DC. And it's usually where they announce and showcase all their TV shows, uh, movie Movies. projects, you know, everything DC-focused. They started it in the pandemic because all the conventions were kind of canceled and it was an online type of event. And they were like cowering or well not cowering but hiding behind like oh conventions are back so we're going to comic-con and new york comic-con but i think the real reason is like we don't know what we're doing with any of our ip so yeah so why talk about it you know why mm. talk about shazam 2 for the third year in a row <laughs> what about what did, i saw what did i see somebody was tweeting about black adam and it being a small little film or something and you need to go support it i don't know i think it was a joke i don't know where i saw somebody was <laughs> tweeting about it i don't remember where it's great. Uh, let's let's look at one word impressions. You know, how would you guys sum up the first two episode of Lord, or excuse me, of Rings of Power? Uh, Christian, let's hear yours first. Uh, I think my one word impression is going to be Jackson, as in Peter Jackson. Uh, I think the most. Jackson? No, no, Peter Jackson. Uh, I think the most surprising thing to me was how. Um, how this just felt like Lord of the Rings and it's directly established from the Lord of the Rings trilogy directed by Peter Jackson. Um, they really nailed the look, the feel, the pacing, um, the language, uh, you know, I mean, Tolkien, that's how Tolkien wrote the books that very like, uh, high English Shakespearean. Um, and they continued that, uh, that, that aesthetic. Uh, and, Honestly, it's like I, I kind of want when this first season is over or maybe when the show is over, I'd love to just go through and go Rings of Power. I'll force myself to watch The Hobbit right into Lord of the you Rings. You can skip those. I, I can't. You know, it's it, it's you, you have to suffer. It's like it's like, you know, certain Star Wars movies, you know, you got to do it. Certain Marvel movies, you got to go through it to get the full experience. Right. Same thing. Um, there are YouTube yes. videos. Christian, I'm sorry. Uh, for <laughs> Star Wars, uh, specific to the movies, you're talking episode eight, right? <laughs> no, I'm talking episode two. Oh, yeah. I mean, that is pretty, pretty painful. Yeah. Yeah. Attack of you the know. Clones is the greatest Star Wars movie <laughs> that was ever created. It it's might a, be the most memed. It's, it's honestly the, mo- it's the most embarrassing thing is that that's the first Star Wars film that we saw in a theater <laughs> was episode two. Incredible. Yeah. I, I don't think that's the coincidence, by the way. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but 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 Peter Jackson specifically because um, that whole world and aesthetic is right there, and I love it. Juna, how would you sum up in one word, Rings of Power? Uh, I want to go with ensemble. Um, wow, not High that English I was word. not that I was uh, shocked that this was an ensemble show, uh, but it very much is an ensemble show with uh, not just characters, but so many races, so many storylines. There's so many even different styles of storytelling in terms of tone, in terms of what's going on, in terms of how big or how small the kind of issue or problem is. Like, uh, I-, I thought that was very interesting, and, and uh, 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 it was well-balanced, I thought, throughout the entire episode, the, both episodes of um, themselves. So, yeah, ensemble for me, just uh, I thought it was a true ensemble show and, and one of the few that actually works, right? I think... There are a lot of shows that try to be ensemble shows that that kind of fail uh, in a lot of ways, and I thought this one was one that really succeeded. You're you're referring to Game of Thrones, obviously, with their lackluster season eight <laughs> and confusing ah, well, plot points know. everywhere. 
<laughs> you remember those Doran characters? They're all dead now. You remember... I mean, I try not remember, honestly, anything from that show. Whenever I have a question, I just Google it and or just find a YouTube video. Make it quick Smart. and easy. I'd Wise. sum up the Rings of Power with um, kind of a made-up word, and because this is our podcast, we can make things up, and it's going to be damn. Damn? Damn. 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 Oh, damn. 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 So, damn. Damn. But it's spelled D-A-Y-U-M. Oh, damn. That's actually a real damn. word. Anyway. <laughs> and again, uh, it's bro- I was going to go with surprise, but Krishna said that in his explanation. So, you know, I have to be unique. Otherwise, what's the point of anything? Um, but, yeah, again, like, it shocked me how much I, I, I truly enjoyed it and how it made me kind of just feel like we're back. I'm shocked. We're back. You know, we're we've got something exciting and something interesting to look forward to. I I mean, we've talked about this a lot where you know, I don't like um week to week television, you know, unless it's Star Trek Strange New Worlds because it's, you know, episode specific as opposed to overall arcs. This show because I'm so interested in like what's happening in these characters and the general story of, you know, um you know, dipshit Sauron. I, I really <laughs> can't even say that with a straight face. Dipshit Sauron. Um, I'm I'm probably gonna watch this like week to week because it's a good show. It's interesting. It's so far knock on wood. Like and to be clear, Abby, you are stuff. rooting for Sauron. A hundred percent. And 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 this brings me. Did to, you know his fate? Right. Yeah, he gets teleported to another world. He'll be back. <laughs> Mogar is it Mo- Mo- Fourth age, baby. Mogarth? Mo- Mogarth will bring him back, right? I mean, he's he's his servant, and he's Mogarth is a god, right? So, why not? I think there's another there's another factor that you actually mentioned about making this an easy week to week watch, and it's because you said it, it, the first twenty minutes, right? It took you twenty minutes to get into it, and then you were surprised at how much like a movie it felt. Yeah, I think it's a lot easier to invest in something week to week when each episode feels like a mini movie. movie. Yeah. Because you're going to yeah. sit down, you're going to turn everything else off and you're going to focus and you're going to get a complete story, incredible production value. Um, and you know, it's going to take its time. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I think the fact that each episode so far, and we know that certain shows f- tend to fall off maybe in the middle of certain of seasons uh, in terms of quality um, so, so far, it seems like each episode has been able to stand by itself. And, and I feel like a lot, I, I was on Twitter and a lot of people saved the second episode for the next day because they were like, it's so meaty. It's so yeah. immersive so to, of to, an experience. To digest and break into. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I think, yeah, I, I think like there's also something to be said about <clears throat> not just having an expensive show, but having a show where it feels like everything and everyone is bought in, right? You, the performances feel completely locked in. The direction feels locked in. Every, there's a lot of thought that is put into it. I'm not saying that most you know, shows and movies don't have that, but you, it feels like you feel that, right? And you, there's, a, there's a decision and a reasoning behind every single thing. And um, that's kind of what this show felt like in the first two episodes. Going back to what Arjuna brought up where, you know, I'm rooting for Sauron. Um, and I, I texted you guys this. I have a really bad hot take. And I'm going to bring it up anyway because, you know, hot takes are the best thing in the world. Um, here's my hot take. <clears throat> Prepare yourselves. Because it's really stupid. 
Sauron was in Middle Earth doing his thing, right? He's bringing the evils, quote unquote, of the world, letting these people do whatever they want. Then these high class citizens over in, what is it, Valormir? Valinor. Valinor. Look across the sea and decide, you know, that's not good. We're going to liberate Middle Earth and push our views and everything on all you people. So what do they do? They <laughs> pack up, take a bunch of ships, and invade Middle Earth and force, you know, good old Sauron, who's just doing his thing out out of uh out of you know, into hiding or whatever, whatever Sauron is doing currently. Um so basically the way I look at it, you know, if we're <laughs> if we're looking at rings of power in terms of like the real world, obviously <laughs> the elves oh are America. Oh no. And Middle Earth <laughs> is the Middle East. Ooh. Uh, you know you know, like I, I don't know if really, I, was I, really I don't know if I can necessarily agree with your hot take, but I will say uh they've done a great job in the first two episodes of establishing just how uneasy yeah, human elf relations relations yeah. are, yeah. right? Uh so, you know, I think there's actually some truth to what you're saying. Not the Sauron just doing his innocent thing over here, but the elves maybe uh, imposing themselves or overreaching or uh, taking the initiative and being sort of like, no one else can do it, we have to do it. Right. Uh, and therefore uh, mm-hmm. establishing a blanket. You know, and the other thing that the show I think does a great job is showing the more that this is clearly 4,500 years before Lord of the Rings. And so we're seeing early versions of hobbits. We're seeing the, the realm of men in the Southlands. They're more farmers. They're right. less Kings. organized. Um, yeah. Right. Uh, they've done a great job of showing that, that we are clearly, this is a different age. Uh, and the elves, for better or worse, are the ones who have to do it because they're the, they're the established power in this world, right? Like I think age... The age of men, right? That's Lord of the Rings, right? That's, or that's before, the age that we before, right? Them, this yeah. is this is pre-age of men, clearly, and they've done a great job of this showing. This is the that. the second age, correct? Yeah, right. The second age, exactly. What's interesting uh, though is, um, yeah. like Arjun, you'll 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 remember this. This show, especially like the relationship between elves and humans, very much reminds me of Star Trek Enterprise when the Federation is first forming and the Vulcans are imposing kind of their views and, you know, threatening to ground humanity because they're like, oh, you're not ready or whatever. And, you know, fun fact, Vulcans are essentially space elves. They're based off of, you know, elves in the sense, in, in terms of like what we're seeing with Lord of the Rings. Um, uh, just, to, just to go off of the Sauron point, like, I, I think what's even, like, super, I, I put it in our outline, too, of, like, uh, what's so effective about him he, he's such an effective character that's not present right like he is this foreboding force that um the audience the audience is obviously familiar with lord of the rings right like lord of the rings is this huge cultural phenomenon that if you're watching the show you've probably at least seen or at least heard of those movies and kind of know the basis of like the evil eye Sauron and his evil lands and and whatnot so uh I think it's like really really smart of the the creators of the show to like make sure Sauron is like very present in everything that is kind of happening and this is one of the more effective uses of a, a character that's like actually not present but has so many consequences to not just the characters the plot the story and everything around it you can actually make the point 
you can make an argument that he is kind of like the main character because everything is kind of about him. Thus, he is who you should be rooting for. No. <laughs> <laughs> he is the protagonist, and all of the characters that we've seen are the antagonists. I mean, they're all trying to stop what he wants to do, so <laughs> yes. Sauron, good. Uh, Hobbit, bad. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Uh, real quick, yeah, our uh, our sentence, if we rearrange our one-word impressions, is, damn, Jackson's ensemble. Sounds Love like it. a weird Jackson 5 reunion tour. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, you know, dipshit Sauron, I don't know why I keep calling him that if I'm rooting for him. Um, what is his plan exactly? So the thing that's interesting <laughs> with the Rings of Power, I thought it was based off the book, the Cell, the... The Cell, Similarian. Similarian, but it's actually based off of the appendixes <laughs> to Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So this is, to a degree, this can be a brand new tale, right? Similar to that video game that came out uh, a couple of years ago, uh, the Lord of the Rings one where you're a half-elf and you could power up and become a super saiyan. I don't know. There's actually there's actually a connection to that game in this show. Oh, wait, for uh, real? Yes. Uh <laughs> the character that Elrond is working with, uh Celebrimor, um he is the the elf wraith that what? is that, in- that works with the ranger. Um because he is the forger of the Ring of Power, right? right. Like that's what he's trying to forge. He's trying to forge the rings. Well, actually uh, right now he's building a forge. Right now, he's about to build a forge, and that forge will then create all the, rings. the ring of power. Yeah, well, so create all of them, and then the rings of power. I find that so interesting because Elrond's going to help him do it, right. which makes Elrond indirectly responsible for all the shit. You, well, I think what's really fascinating about the <laughs> show is you're going to see how all these characters are, in many ways, responsible, right? We haven't met yeah. him yet, but they did cast the Isildur. Um, from oh. you know who who actually in fact many people the, the the stinger at the end of two is uh gladriel and the the human that she's with i forget his name um are found by a guy on a boat and a lot of people think that is either Siliador or his father um oh wait wait wait, wait, wait back up them. because my lord of the rings timeline is messed up so obviously in the fellowship of the ring it starts with gladriel telling the tale of the big battle with sauron that big battle mm-hmm. happened 4500 years ago Thousands yeah, actually, of years we ago. we have to we have to establish something. Was that battle with Sauron or was it with Morgoth? Because I with think Sauron. it's with. It's I with Sauron. It was, but isn't Morgoth? Is Morgoth defeated at this point? Yes, Morgoth. So, Morgoth is a god. Sauron yeah. was like a lieutenant or general, whatever, uh, or believer. He was a believer of Morgoth. Morgoth. And so is, was Morgoth defeated in the first age? Yes. So okay. that I mean, again, don't. Quote me, don't come at me with pitchforks. Right. But I believe, based on what I've been told in the, these two episodes, Mogoth is pieced out. Evil is still in the world because Sauron is still pushing it. And that's what I think is going to be the super interesting thing, is we know from the Lord of the Rings that Sauron somehow tricks the elves and everybody into building these rings, right? So I'm kind of curious how we go from the High Elf King, knowing that Sauron's around, to... Well, actually, you know what? I, I think I just figured it out. The High Elf King is evil. He's working with Sauron. That's well, why there's he sent a lot everyone of spe- away. 
so part of the what the appendices talk about with Sauron is he has multiple forms, right? You everyone knows the famous form that you see in the Lord of the Rings prologues, and they even show some of that here, where you know the big menacing armor, and he's this eight foot like monstrosity, right? Then we're familiar with the Eye of Sauron, which is right. obviously the you know the the Lord of the Rings imagery. But most of the time, he actually would disguise himself among the elves and the men and all of these different people and, and kind of pull, he was, he was, uh, he was pulling strings essentially. So a lot of, uh, a, a lot of people have a lot of beliefs that we potentially have already seen Sauron, that he is maybe one of these characters and he is potentially already pulling some strings, which potentially he is the king. Maybe he, he is the, the high, yeah. the high king of the elves, or he is somehow influencing things to happen here. Like why, is um I, I always mess up his name, but Caleb uh, wanting to build this big forge, right? That that to me is like, what's your big motivation for this? Yeah. Because you know he has the thing about the beauty and, and everything, <laughs> but like, where does that come from? Like, why is that? Yeah, why is that popping in your there? head all of a sudden? So yeah, to to go off of what Juno just said, you're absolutely right, right? So we're familiar with Sauron, the ghost if you will, like the angry ghost. <laughs> Your friendly ghost. Um, who, whose power is tied to the ring. But right, we're in the age where he's super charming. He's very cunning. I think his nickname is the Great Deceiver. Uh, so I think we're going to get like a version of Sauron where he's like kind of like likable. Uh, or at least that's what he's going to present, right? Because you're right. He was able to influence all of these uh, groups of people uh, into accepting these gifts, right? Uh so, very curious. Uh, I, I think, think it's also fun to think about as you meet these characters are like, who are the men who will accept the rings? Who are the dwarves that accept the rings? You know, all of these different characters, right? Like, we know Gladriel is one of the, the elves that takes the rings, but who are the others, you know? So, um, I think that's interesting to, to kind of see, too, because you can see, like, who are the men who become the Nazgul? <laughs> <laughs> the nine kings, right? The nine human kings nine we're seven dwarfs and three elves yep yeah like is durin elrond's bff is he one of the dwarves because he's a prince right i is really a, i very is much a dwarven royalty i love the new gimli and the new legolas i will say let's, so let's ask uh, real quick though i want to go around like obviously we're introduced to a bunch of new characters um you know we have a new gladriel we have a new elrond you know they obviously recast the actors because this is 4500 <laughs> years ago but you know my argument is going to be you know in the fellowship of the rings if the battle that we see at the beginning is with you know with elrond and Aceliador, if that happens roughly around the same period man elrond did not age correctly but whatever <laughs> Stress, i have man. a fun fact about the actor who plays elrond uh he has a Game of Thrones connection. He wow. might look familiar to you. He does look he super familiar. Young Ned Stark in late Game of Thrones. He did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he fucking did. Correct. Well, in you know what? Season seven or eight. Better job as Elrond as whatever that was in <laughs> stupid Game of Thrones lad. Um, but real quick, these new characters that you know we've been introduced to, and these you know. Um, revisits of you know younger characters that we're familiar with. Do you guys have a favorite, a least favorite? Who are you rooting for right now, and who do you not like? Let's start with who you don't like. That's more fun. Oh, I, who I don't like. I mean, so far I kind of like everyone. No one's really 
like every like Arjuna said, everyone's acting chops is like are nailed in. Um, oh no no! I so let say, me let me clarify. I'm not saying like the acting. I'm talking like the actual characters. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like who, again, I don't know if there's anyone I don't like. Like everyone, and that they've done a good job. Like they've presented everyone, and everyone clearly has like a likable thing about them. And then there's some things where you're like, oh, that could get really annoying. They haven't played those up yet. Yeah. Right. I will say, I think the better question might be who's the mo- who's the character you're most surprised that you like. Well, right? for I me, it's have, Nori. I, I like, do. I'm shocked that I'm interested at all in the Hartfords and Nori, like the the little Hartfoot girl who finds the giant. So Nori and Poppy. Yeah. The one character I was going to bring up is uh, that I, I'm not rooting for right now is Theo, the son of the... It's Theo, right, is the, the son? Theo, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's gone full bad, right, at this point? Uh, well, like, I mean, I, the thing that annoys me is he's got <laughs> clearly this evil weapon. Maybe it is the weapon of Sauron, like his sword, and he's just hiding it like a fucking Ravi. idiot. Ravi, Ravi, we're living in the second age. They don't have the knowledge yet. Okay, they don't have. They don't the have internet. They, the, the dial-up. They're in dial-up right now. They don't. They don't know. Here's yeah. the thing: though, have like, AOL they, Instant Messenger. His mom won't let him get one. They they know though that there's evil in the world, and this kid's seeing that like this evil thing. Like remember at the end of episode two, like it's growing. The sword is fixing itself as like. But right, but you know, but darkness. you know, you you know, Siren's power. His main power is like corruption. Right, true, he did it true. through the ring and with Frodo and with all the men that are about to be turned into Nazgul in a couple seasons. Like, <laughs> it's not so hard to think that this, you know, relatively relatively innocent bo- uh, boy uh, living in a backwater farming village <laughs> isn't going to get tempted by a weapon filled with a bunch of evil. He's going to become evil, and then or um. Or, uh, Arendir is gonna have to kill his own son. Yeah, so we we are convinced that Arendir is the father, right, of Theo? No, one hundred percent. Because we Wait, haven't really? seen we haven't seen Theo's ears yet. They're covered. They're like they they are covered very well by his hair, even when he's running. They're covered, and it's like. Also, Erinder's try- line of "I've shown fool. you, I've shown, I've shown you that I care in every ways, but the spoken words." So they fucked. Whoa. Okay. Wait. <laughs> I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I, you blew my mind right now. I just assumed that that kid's full human. The dad is not around, and uh, Arendir is swooped in to steal the girl, and uh, you know, be her the na- surrogate father. Her name. Her name is Bronwyn. That's Bronwyn. right, Bronwyn. I might yeah. be mispronouncing that, but I mean, I, I just assume when it comes to Tolkien characters and everything, we're just mispronouncing everything. It's yeah, actually, it's Tolkien. a general rule. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have surprising characters that you, you, you're surprised that you like? Um, uh, mine's going to be um, the father, or the supposed father, um, Arondir. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think he is the coolest. He's just so cool. I'm like, that guy, I'd love to grab a drink with him, and he can tell me how alcohol is poison, is killing me slowly, and that he's seen a thousand sons or some elvish shit. <laughs> <laughs> love it but he's cool he's song. awesome yeah. he's yeah. he's maybe my favorite character yeah. nice juno do you have one yeah uh i'm gonna go with you know i did i i kind of tried to start stay away from a lot of the promos and the trailers for the show um and not read too much about the show until it had come out because i wanted to go in not really knowing what to expect and like i knew gladriel and elrond were going to be in the show i did not realize they were going to be like the two main characters of the show and 
as I was watching it in the first episode, I, I felt like a little mixed. I was like, oh, these are familiar characters with different performances. I don't know how I'm going to feel about this, but I really actually like them a lot. I like their portrayals. I like who they are. I like that even though they're so different because it's thousands and thousands of years before the versions that we're familiar with, you can see the through line of like, oh, I see when how this guy becomes Elrond. I see how this this you know this she becomes gladriel um so i i think that's that's really cool and then i really like uh, i really like the dwarven prince uh durin i think he's durin. just oh, like he's a great. he's just like a really fun character uh, i think the dwarves have always been cool i thought like within lord of the rings like obviously we had gimli but we didn't get to see a lot of the dwarven society and then we had the atrocity of the hobbit trilogy <laughs> Uh, that really doesn't need to be spoken of. So it's nice I to like kind of get some more of the dwarven culture in, in Durin in particular. I thought he like was was a really like interesting character, and I was like, I could I could like spend a whole season just here in the the dwarven caves. And well, speaking of that, fun. speaking of that dwarf cave, like so, yep. you know, the Rings of Power is doing a lot of like showing Middle Earth and like showing what parts of Middle Earth you're in. Um, I, again, I don't know my Tolkien lore. I like to think that it's because I studied real-world history, which is more <laughs> important to know. Um, but are some of those locations, like, the names that we're getting, are those locations going to become, like, you know, the um, Hills of Rohan? Because I, I swear one of the locations, the name looked like it was, like, a pre-Rohan. So did you did you catch did you catch the name of the dwarven kingdom? Is it mines of the mines of Moria? Is Casa Doom, which is, um, you know, so remember you, they go through the mines of Moria and then they get right. to Casa Doom. It's oh, that. Oh, that's what it. Okay, so wow, so they did not pay the electric bill. <laughs> they all die. Yeah, at some they point. they get slaughtered. When did uh, and it makes me it makes me curious actually because I'm like, uh, Gimli was related to the Lord, right? One of the lords of uh, of Moria, um, right. and then Khazad Doom specifically, you know, was like a section of it, I guess. Uh, so I'm wondering if Durin and his family are related to Gimli somehow. I mean, I would ima- I would yeah. imagine that there's some yeah. connect because again, I'm sure it's in I'm sure it's in the appendix, actually. right? Like the whole point <laughs> of of the appendices is is to. <laughs> Family lines. Yeah, family lines and everything. So I'd imagine, yeah, these people are all connected to, you know, our fellowship, if you will, in some way. Like I'm sure yeah. we're gonna we're gonna at some point run into Aragorn well, obviously Aragorn's line is Asiliodor, but also, you know, Boromir and, you know, his insane father. I'm sure there'll be some kind of connect or something somewhere. I guess that's what I don't. I'm not familiar with in terms of rings of power. In terms of how many years and ages and and whatnot it's going to span. Like obviously, it seems like we're in a pretty finite time period. But I don't know if it's going to be like House of the Dragon, where they're going to jump times and. Uh, it's been six months. I mean, obviously, they could they could do that <laughs> with like Elrond and Gadriel, because like you know Elrond to Durin is like, oh, it's been twenty years. It's been it's been such a short amount of time, and Durin's like, it's been twenty fucking years. He has yeah, half my life. <laughs> uh, speaking of characters, are we gonna talk about the elephant in the room? There, were, we haven't seen the elephants of the South yet. Go, that's good. That's good. <laughs> uh, I mean, metaphorically speaking, uh, Meteor Man. 
It's you mean Gandalf? Uh, the you, you got everyone. Everyone's gonna have speculation on who that is. The it's Gandalf. One, Duh. Everyone, obviously, every all of, you know. The easy answer is Gandalf, obviously. But don't forget, there are five wizards total. Two of them disappear. Uh, you have Radagast. Um, this guy seems too tall to be Radagast, though. Some of the nature stuff, you know, reminds you of Radagast maybe a little bit. And then obviously you have, you know, big boy Saruman, who I guess used to be a wizard of honor before getting corrupted. So, I mean, it seems like Gandalf. I mean, the fact that he, some of the telling points, the fact that he has an affinity for hobbits and maybe the first thing you ever see is a hobbit-like creature. Um, Him whispering to the fireflies, much like he did. Uh, on the, the tower. Right. Well, that was a butterfly moth that he whispered to. Yeah, right. But, you know, the same idea. Not a firefly. So why don't you just check your facts there? You're right. We don't know if this guy speaks um, moth butterfly. We know he speaks firefly, though. But and then he so killed them. We, are They're we just all saying dead. Gandalf? <laughs> are we definitively just saying it's Gandalf? I think it's I, either... I don't know if it's Gandalf, Gandalf or if it's... Um, I mean, we know Gandalf like is reincarnated, right? It's Gandalf the Grey and Gandalf the White. So maybe this is like an earlier version of Gandalf, because uh, I, at least, I'm not familiar with in terms of like the wizards and their time frames in terms of their life, life, or like if they die, then they're able to come back. Is they're 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 kind of sent from the gods, right? They're kind of like these. Yeah angel kind of like businessmen of like hi we're jehovah witnesses and we're here to would you like some fireworks would you like some fire (laughs) yeah um but i think gandalf seems seems right i didn't actually put that uh, together in my head for some reason really so you know um so i don't so you guys probably watched this on uh, amazon prime the app on like your apple tvs so i don't know if you guys are aware um prime has a feature called x-ray where yep. it will pop up and tell you the who the character is on screen and who is played by. So I kept doing that when the giant, <laughs> and it kept just saying stranger. So I was like, well, motherfucker. I think he's credited as stranger Gandalf. or meteor man. Meteor man. It's like, <laughs> like the, uh, man, yeah. the prequel to Rocket Man. Or yeah. he could just, it's the prequel to him becoming meaty man. Oh. I'm Gandalf the meteor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Gandalf. You got some meat? Got oh, some meat wow. there? I just like the idea that this is Gandalf. He doesn't know how to talk. He doesn't really know social interactions. And he's going to learn from a hobbit. <laughs> I, can't think, I can't believe that. Well, they're not hobbits. They're Harfoots, which, right, are, right. which are precursors to, to hobbits. Yeah. But, you know, we, we could say they're hobbit-esque. That's yeah. like saying a Neanderthal is a human. I mean, technically. Well, I mean. They're not. You know, potato, potato. No one says potato. (laughs) Isn't it tomato, tomato? That's That's what it it should be. Yes, that's where that comes from, right? Not potato, potato. No one says potato. Yeah, can I have some potatoes, please? (laughs) I would like some potatoes. No one says it like that. Yeah, can I get a large burger, a large potatoes? (laughs) Large order potatoes. Some gravy. Here's your potato, sir. I hope you like it. (laughs) Potato salad. Flucked it out. So obviously we, you know, new Gimli, new Legolas are hanging out, and then at the <laughs> end of that scene, we see. Um, <laughs> why? Why is that funny? We uh, yeah, we see Durin just... and his father go down to like some cave and open up a chest. And oh yeah, they have clearly uh, probably an aperture light in the box, so you get that nice lighting effect. <laughs> um, 
But what do we think? Like, what are they hiding? And they know that. Well, they also feel like Elrond is hiding something as well. Just right. a whole bunch of mis mistrust because is it uh, is it the season two renewal? <laughs> it's the so contract. <laughs> well, actually, can we talk before we figure out what, what Doran and his dad are hiding? Um, I read that the show's already been greenlit for five seasons. I believe that is true to some degree. Or at least they have a five-season plan, and I think Amazon's given a, a majority of that commitment already. Right. Um, I don't know if it's the full five, but it's at least two, if not more. Because I think they're filming the second season now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, this season was – they started in early 2020, stopped because of yeah. COVID, and then picked back up in 2021. I'm curious if we've seen – scenes already from like the re you know the the new shoots in 2020 and i'm also curious to see if we're gonna see a drastic like tonal shift you know either in writing acting something because of the pandemic that's uh, well, another well i wonder i wonder it's all probably like set location and probably the characters right because this is ensemble so like it could have been like they shot all the Elron stuff in 2020 and all the gladrial stuff on the ship beyond is is reshoots from 2021 or whatever. Um, I guess we'll see. We'll find mm -hmm. out. Uh, but yeah, Duran and his dad, where are they hiding? I don't know. For some reason, and, and you know, it's good that you brought up the Celebrimbor forging the rings because I was immediately like, oh, that's like a ring of power, right? One of the rings, maybe. Um, but um, I, I don't think it could be, right? I, I'm I'm not the best at Tolkien. I don't lore. think it's necessarily a. I don't think it's a ring because the rings I don't think currently Have been exist. Made. They don't I exist. Think it's, yeah. I think it's yeah. something, either a gem or some kind of source of power, which will play into this forge that's being built. And I think Elrond is aware of whatever it is they have. And that is part of the reason he went to to the dwarves is because he knew they had the ability to create this forge. Was it in a spring or a summer that you have to make the damn thing? Or I wonder. Spring, uh, yeah. Well, we we talked about the location, right, and it being you know similar to where obviously the fellowship goes in Fellowship of the Ring, and what is down there that they find a, a Balrock, right? So I, I do wonder if maybe they've been digging and they found something of of some other nature that is to indicate i'm not exactly sure what the balrocks are i'm pretty sure they're like corrupted something like yeah they are, are. they're yeah. the they're yeah. the they're the opposites of the wizards so i think it like the five wizards were sent by the gods to counter the five balrocks i believe right. um, so it's okay. a baby balrock that'd be adorable <laughs> so you know how like Am like you know, you know how every franchise is like we need a grogu this is going to be amazon's grogu <laughs> a yeah, baby, baby balrock even Baby though you know Balrog. Oh man, that'd be crazy. I like I like that idea though, because you're right. The dwarves have an innate I don't know if greed is the right word, but they have a, a drive to dig and collect and hoard uh, gold. Um and we already know that it's a line right from Lord of the Rings that the, the dwarves dug too deep and dug too far. Right. And they uncovered something that they shouldn't have, and that was the Balrog. Uh, or something related to the Balrog, and maybe I, I love that idea. That's a great, it's a great connection. Wait, wait. Just to clarify, though, are you saying you love the idea that's a baby Balrog or something no. else related to the Balrog? The, the baby, the baby Balrog would be ultimately the best thing that could happen. I don't think it is. <laughs> I think it's probably something related to 
finding the Balrog, maybe, you know, something to do with that. Who knows? Maybe it's a fingernail of a Balrog. A finger! A finger! A finger! (laughs) My fingies! I think we've kind of covered a lot of, like, the actual episode in terms of... We haven't talked actually about Gladriel very much yet. Oh. Well, this could be part of this conversation. So, real quick. Obviously, one of the other major talking points, I think, to this show is the... um, the angry individuals that go on the <laughs> internet and say things and say that the show has failed before ever watching an episode. Um, I haven't really paid too much attention, you know, following, you know, it's been about 24 hours or so since the show actually dropped. Uh, from the most part, you know, most critics got to see it a day early. They did do a screening at IMAX the day before. Um, the general consensus I'm seeing is just, you know, similar to what I, I said, like blown away. Like they put movie in TV box. That is, by the way, that is my official review of uh, of this. It's that. movie Please in TV that. box. Tweet um, that movie on TV. But I guess movie the question. In TV box. I guess the question is like, do you, you know, if we're if we're playing devil's advocate here, like, do you feel the show has forced any kind of, you know, whatever the hell the word wokeness means? I I don't know what it means anymore. Um, do you feel anything is being pushed? Um, and even like the character of Gladriel, like we, that could be, I think, the main talking point here is like, I I. I'm not sensing any of that so far. Like, I, I think everybody's getting their fair due and nothing feels overly forced. Um, except so Theo not, and the fucking sword, dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think also, like, the smart thing about about this and, and I think with any type of work, too, and I think what people need to get over, it's it's like you can interpret art however you want to, you know? Like, just because you're, even if you're adapting a book one-to-one, doesn't mean you have to do every single decision. Um and I think like how they position Gladriel is really smart. Like she is this elf that is trying to avenge her brother, uh, and is 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 ultimately right. Like she's like, there's evil out there, and everyone's like, nah, it's not. We're good. We're fine. And she's like, well, no, there's evil. And I you're don't, like, nah. Yeah, I good. think I think the foot soldiers are saying that, but I think it's become obvious. Like the high king, he definitely knows some shit is up. Like either that or he's really really stupid. Or yeah. really, really evil, like you or kind corrupted, of, uh, or he's corrupt. Yeah, like why did he send them away? Why is he like, yeah, go, go, you know, retire? That's true. That's true. Shame. He sent away the force that has the most experience trying to track the. Yep. And he yeah. sent them away. That's a good. That's a good observation. And Elrond's too stupid to see it. Elrond's, <laughs> Elrond's like, I'm going to go see my friend. It's only been 20 years. I just saw him 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I I actually love that because that put. The perspective of dwarves and well, elves versus everyone else, right? Yeah. Elves live forever unless they're killed. Um, I love, I love that. It's like, oh, I, I saw you twenty years ago. What's the problem? Yes, yeah, it reminded. Whining. It reminded me of uh, a line from Book of Boba Fett uh, when Luke is talking to Grogu, and I think he says like, you know, for you, a, f- a few blinks of the eye could be a lifetime of a friend, you know. And it's like that's really sad and kind of lonely, and like. That is depressing in many ways. That, Wait, like, is, is Grogu and Yoda, are they space elves? No. I mean, we they don't live know a long they time. They're pointy ears. They're green. That's all we know about them. They come in various <laughs> shades of green. <laughs> and they like what if? What if the what's in the box is actually Grogu? Amazon is, is made a deal with Disney Plus and Lord of the Rings and Star Wars exa- exist in the same universe. And that's how they announced the merger? 
Yeah. <laughs> that would be wild. And that's the merch. <laughs> that would be the biggest kept, like, that would be, like, in terms of, like, a secret, that's probably the best kept secret ever. That's, that's, of that's all the time. only way to do Easily. it. Which is Easily. insane. Yeah. So, into but, yeah, but just go, to go back to your question real quick, Ravi, uh, yeah, I like Arjuna, I don't feel... Uh, the, they did such a good job of just recreating the Lord of the Rings world that I didn't even think about any of that stuff, yeah. right? I might have thought about it just for a second because I'm like, oh, I know people aren't going to like this choice because they're, you know, dumb and they, maybe they won't like this choice. But I that stuff got drowned out just by how good the show is. So hopefully yeah. that carries through. Right. In yeah. terms of uh, what needs to happen for you to, you know, at the end of the season, come back here on the pod and say, you know, um, the Rings of Power was good. What's what's your qualifier? Like, what needs to either happen or keep happening in order for you to to, to say, yes, it was good? I think for me, it's directly related to my one word impression, Jackson. Uh, as long as they keep the look, the feel, the language, um, that aesthetic, basically, of Lord of the Rings, which they've absolutely nailed in these first two episodes, as long as they keep that... Um, I think we'll be okay. And you did, Ravi, you brought up a very interesting point with the COVID break. Um, you know, COVID has been this this di- great disruptor, right? And I think lesser shows, I, that's, not a, that's not a good term, but other shows have clearly suffered, right, from the great disruptor that is known as COVID. Uh, you would think that Amazon is big enough to handle that kind of stuff, but you never know. Um, so as long as, they are able to maintain most, if not all, of that aesthetic that they've established in the first two episodes. We'll be good. Speaking of big, uh, big, uh, great disruptors, because I like just going off topic here. Um, what you said about COVID reminded me of this. So I don't know if you guys are aware. There's a, a solar flare, I believe, that's potentially going to like hit the Earth uh, from the sun, and Uh-oh. it could potentially like knock out power grids. So. You know, in terms of like big disruptor events, just just a heads up. It's more of a PSA. Um, you know, in case you were wondering, I'm not Noise. giving any good information. Like, I don't know when it's supposed to happen. I know the percentage of it hitting is like five percent or something, but it's still pretty. It's five percent. Pretty high. Hey, the world the world is a scary place right now. Huge flooding in Pakistan and oh yeah, Pakistan. And then uh, we have a heat wave in uh, SoCal and uh, LEDWP and Tesla don't know how to fucking communicate. And there's there's one other huge one, yeah, worldwide thing. I I forget though, which isn't good. Republicans. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, my my big qualifier, I think, um, because Chrissy, unfortunately, you kind of stole exactly what I was gonna say. I think that's the uh, disadvantage of not going first, and that's why. Oh, I, I thought s- yours was gonna be uh, like I I need um, Hugo Weaving <laughs> and Kate <laughs> Blanchett and uh, Ian McKellen to show up as their actual. Character. I mean, that would be ideal, but my but in all honesty, my my main one is that Theo needs to grow a fucking brain. <laughs> if that doesn't no. happen before the show ends, that will be best. And the show's wait. Bad. Would you say he needs to grow a what? A brain. And like, yeah, but it sounds like it tell looks like someone the about this sword. Ravi, it looks like he's literally growing the sword with his anger, his hatred, or it's and fear, the dark side. or fear. He's Anakin. I think it's he is I Anakin. think it's fear that's fueling the sword. Because remember, and it was after that building his own lightsaber. That weird. By the way, what was that creature that attacked him and his mom? Was that like a? That's an orc. It was an orc. Right, yeah. but it looked like it was pieced together. 
Like it's like like it had skin grafts on it or something. Like it looked so like I a thought, Frankenstein I, orc. That's a that's a really interesting interpretation. I thought it might have been like uh just like war paint or um Could have been war paint. Yeah, or that's just how they look in this time, potentially. Right? And, and that that'd be interesting. We've seen early forms of every other race, so why right. not the orcs, right? Right, because orcs are supposed to be corrupted individuals. Corrupted I thought it was goblins. So maybe this is like corrupted elves. Not a not a born orc, but a a changed orc. And then the orcs that we see in Lord of the Rings are actually birthed from other orcs, right? That's why they're a little bit more less uh, patchy. <laughs> patchy. <laughs> they're not as put. To, they're more put together because they're established. You know, this is a new guy. He's like, you know, I'm just trying to figure out my. My look and feel and everything. I mean, he did have like a weird skeleton mask on, so he was going for. Clearly, he's going for style points. And he, he was trying out his Halloween costume, and then he got what happened? He got stabbed and his, he got beheaded. Prize Halloween's yeah. every day for that guy. <laughs> oh yeah. no! Yeah, they did, they did a great job, I think, of showing just how resilient that this orc was. You know, mm-hmm. and so I'm curious to see like how consistent that you know is like. It took, you know, albeit two non-warriors to bring down this orc, right? So I'm just curious to see kind of like the power scaling mm-hmm. uh, as the show goes on. Uh, Super Saiyan 5. <laughs> right. Exactly. Juno, what's your qualifier for you to, at the end of the season, say, yes, this was good? Um, my qualifier for Lord of the Rings, the Ring of Power, is to see the ring <laughs> itself. <laughs> I think we're too early. In the first season? I don't yeah. think we're going to actually like see it made, but I think like uh, an idea of it or a like drawing. a sketch of it. Or, or Juno, it's going to be a big circle. Really? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, but then I'll be like, that's the... I'll do the Leo meme. I'll be like, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what if, it's, what if it's like Click Clack where he draws a boob? It's like a, a circle and then a small circle in the middle, but the dimensions are also just look like a boob, like Click Clack and Revels. Christian, we, no. we all are very familiar with Click Clack and Rebels and your fascination with him and his boop. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think it's a great, like, I just love the idea of an insect, a flying insect running around the galaxy, drawing a boob, <laughs> trying to get everyone to be like, this is a weapon of mass destruction. And everyone's just like, why are you drawing boobs everywhere? Christian, if you think <laughs> about Click Clack, he's actually very tragic. He's like literally the last Geonosian. He had because, an egg. He had because an egg. He because his, his entire back. race has been wiped out and he eradicated. Get an egg, okay. As long as he doesn't boil it and have it for breakfast, <laughs> the Geonosians <laughs> will be back and better than ever. I mean, I, going off onto Star Wars, I think by the the time of the original and then the sequel trilogy, there's no Geonosians still, so I don't yeah, think it works. So guess what, Krista? I don't think he it works. Come back. <laughs> uh, you know what? Click Clack found a way out of the galaxy and found his own peaceful. Slice of heaven somewhere else. He actually, actually left. The, he went to the outer, like to the outer edges. He found whatever evil is out there. And he's gonna bring them back. There's, <laughs> there's some. There actually, there is some canonical uh, stuff about Click Clack post Rebels. Uh, so uh, inevitably, he the egg does hatch, uh, and that Gene Ocean Queen I think comes into contact with Vader. Uh, but Click Clack uh, 
I think died shortly after the egg was uh, hatched. Are you being serious? Because you, you're just you're Are you making this blowing Christian's no. mind and making him no, sad. It's, no, it's actually a com- I'll have to find the comic and send it to you, but oh, it's, it's a, a lot of the, the the Vader prequel stuff. Wait, wait, wait. You said there's a uh, comic? Uh, June, I yeah. know what we're getting Christian for his birthday. <laughs> I, I mean, Click Clack isn't in the comic. He's already dead. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, so it's just mentioned? I'm just saying, yeah. if, if you have <sighs> the boob-drawing Click Clack meet the very real and believable Darth Jar Jar, Okay, that would be my ultimate uh, comic movie TV show t-shirt. Ad- adaptation. T-shirt. <laughs> uh, it's like an action figure. We should Lego find uh, Arjun. We should seriously find like an artist and apologize a lot, and then be like, "We need you, you to draw the dumbest thing in the world. We need you to. Th- yeah. We need you to. We need you to draw this Gungan with uh, a cloak uh, and looking evil. And we need you to draw this Geonosian drawing a tit." <laughs> Thank you. And then uh, our Thank bald you. brother just looking happy. Yeah. Just being like, <laughs> like no, 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 better. Draw me in there. Better, better. It needs to be like a family portrait style thing. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Because, Christian, I'm sure you don't have pictures of yourself in your place, right? So it's, it's actually really weird I don't. I have more pictures of Arjuna <laughs> than anything else. What because he f- keeps giving me pictures of himself. Uh, Arjuna, Arjuna's a little narcissist. <laughs> Either that or Sahara's making him get rid of, you know, pictures, pictures of himself. himself? That's fucked up. <laughs> no, we've just been trying to pepper as many pictures of ourselves in okay. everyone's place. Uh, getting back into uh, the uh, rings of power, bold predictions. Where do we think this is all going? Um, specific, you know, obviously to season one. I don't want to hear bull predictions of, I think the Sauron's going to get the ring. <laughs> I think Sauron's going to die one day <laughs> and then die again. I think there'll be this character called God. Like, I don't want to hear that shit. Like, here, where do you think, like, the show is going to go? Because, again, it's, it's all uncharted territory. They can obviously literally do whatever they want. They will probably Time not travel. change things up too, too much where it's like Sauron uh, quits for a little bit, becomes a farmer, and um, has a whole family, and then goes back. Like I don't think that's going to happen. But what do you think could happen? Who's going first? Yeah, not everyone Ooh. go at once. Yeah, I, I can go first. Oh, uh, my, mine's mine's it's re- kind of related to season one, but it's also like an Amazon thing in general. Ooh, these uh, good. And my bold prediction is this: this show will be so popular. And will become such a staple of Amazon that within ten years, ten years, they oh, no. will remake oh, the Lord of the Rings movies that wow. follows this show. Wow, it's pretty bold. That's very bold. That well, do you bold think that? So I guess to to piggyback off of that, do you think then they would use the casting choices of Galadriel and Elrond and just? They'll be ten yeah. years older, right? So just yeah, I, I think I should think be so. easy. Maybe what, um, maybe our Gandalf. Here's a question: Who owns the right? Like Peter Jackson did Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit through who? New Line Cinema. And who owns them? It's a great question. Okay, here's a better question. <laughs> maybe they went out because of I'm trying to prevent this from happening because I don't want that. <laughs> uh, it's it's only a matter of time. Like I, I from a a pure like fan 
perspective, I agree with you. I think Lord of the Rings is some of the, is like one of the most perfect trilogies. Right. Uh, and full bias as well. I was a kid when I watched that. It has a special place in my heart, and my soul, and my being. Uh, but no, I think th- those movies are like so good, and I don't necessarily, I don't think we need a remake or anything else. And that's why I've really enjoyed this show because it's something different within that world. Now, granted, if they want to remake The Hobbit, uh, please go ahead and do that. So real quick, so kind of interesting. The folks that own New Line Cinema, Warner Brother Pictures, <laughs> who no, oh, uh, I've, I've heard of them. Is who is interestingly is going through this kind of massive reorg and reassessment of all their properties and studios. So I'm just saying maybe there is a world in which Warner Brothers is like, hey, we don't really need New Line Cinema anymore. And Amazon swoops in and is like, cool, we'll take it for hmm. nothing. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. That but is definitely a prediction. That is it a is very bold. bold. I mean, unfortunately, um, you know, it'll take us roughly 10 years to validate that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, true. Stick, hey, hey, make but, sure you follow us I, on Twitter at was it good for the next 10 fucking years to see if Arjuna I'll be was right. <laughs> oh, man. But I mean, I just think I, I maybe I'm overthinking this, but I just think this is going to renew interest in like such a popular IP that it's just going to be like the thing that Amazon Prime Video and like their studios, right? They have a movie studio, is like known for, and it just makes sense for them to continue that until inevitably the wheels fall off. Damn. I that mean, was I, again, one word impression. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Damn. I think I think that's a bold prediction. I think it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, who knows? I mean, we've we've seen Stranger Things. Right, one through four. <laughs> yep. Chris, <laughs> uh, nice. your your bold prediction, or do you still need um, more time? Because I got mine. If, if you need, yeah, yeah, you should go. If All right. Got so yours. my bold prediction. My bold prediction for Lord of the Rings. Isildur will not cast the ring into the fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think my mine. In all honesty, is going to be, and I'm saying this because I want to be wrong the quality of the show is going to hit a tonal shift, unfortunately. I think we are going to see, unfortunately, the disruption that is COVID. And I think it's going to happen roughly around the midway point of the show, maybe just on the second half. Because this is only eight episodes, correct? I believe so. So I think around episode like five or six, I think things are going to potentially fall apart. It's my bold prediction, and I say it because usually I'm always wrong with my bold predictions. So my thinking is, if I say this and I'm wrong, the show will be good. I like it. You're welcome. You're well for the team. Yep. Is yeah. your real bold prediction that Hugo Weaving will show up? No. Is that the? Uh, no. Here's my. Here's a, here's a really good one actually. Theo, little fucking asshole, he is. Jesus. Theo is going to become the mouth of Sauron. There you go. That's a bold. Oh, you mean the guy prediction. with the teeth? The in guy with Return, the teeth. Return yeah. of the King? Yep. Wow. That I is. Mean, which is cool, though, because that means he gets to live for like 4,500 years. So that's terrible, probably. Until he meets his end. Yeah. 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 Doesn't he get his head cut off by Aragorn or something? Uh, yes, he does. 
in the uh, extended edition. I only watch the extended editions now. I don't ever watch the regular. I believe the theatrical edition, it was just a troll. <laughs> Wait, what? No, literally. So the, it's not the mouth. It's just like a, a a troll that he fights in the theatrical edition. I think the mouth is in the extended edition. No, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I thought you meant like the release of the theatrical versions was a troll job. For oh, Peter Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, wait, what are you talking about? What? Oh. Yeah, Peter Jackson just like, yeah, here's my here's the copy. And you're like, wait, no, that's not the version of release. Whoops. Nice. All right, Christian, come on. We've been building up here. What is your over-the-top, insane, bold prediction that's going to be earth-shattering? Yeah, it's not really that earth-shattering. But I think in season one, I'm going to go... I'll be the only one to do anything related to the story. (laughs) Uh, In season one, I think we will see all five of the wizards gathered, uh, holding some kind of council. Like Uh, an Avengers shot. Kind of, yeah. It'll probably happen near the end, but we'll see. We'll see Gandalf, Radagast, Saruman, and the two unnamed wizards who disappeared. Um, oh, I'm actually is- not even sure Tolkien ever named those two, to be honest. He didn't because he had no plan for them. He's just like they're not there, and there's nothing about them. So I have a feeling I, I Amazon think what's cool, is going to fill that fill that hole. Yeah, they could be do, with they the stranger. Can do anything they want with those wizards. Yeah, yeah. which is insane. It turns out it's Galadriel and Elrond, just because. Whoa. No, no, better, better. Sauron just shows up. Sup, guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's, he's the fourth one, and Morgoth is the fifth one. Yeah, they're like, hey guys, we're the wizards. Hey yeah, guys, I figured up. out what's in that that what Durin and his dad are hiding. What? It's the two wizards. That <laughs> 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 this big? <laughs> hey, look at me. Hey, I'm the wizards, guys. What's up? They're actually leprechaun like wizards. Oh man. Yeah, I think they were like the blue wizards. So, uh, so Gandalf the Grey, Saruman the White, I think Radagast the Green, and I think it's like the blue, a blue wizard, and I don't know if it was the, both of them were blue, wizards of the blue or something. Um, so they were just sad something all related the time? to blue, if I remember rightly. So blue. Time. I think we'll I think we'll see all five, and you I know, think Amazon's going to do something cool with them. Chris, you know where they went? They joined the. They started the Blue Man Group. <laughs> <laughs> They were too uh, busy blue, making music. That's not the Blue Man That's group. not the Blue Man Group. I know it isn't, but that's there should be their theme song. But it was at Eiffel 65? Yeah. Great band. Don't know if they're Same. around still. Probably on TikTok making weird content. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's that time. Um, who would like to, to ask the question first? I, I'll go first because I, I also want to add something to this as oh, well. Let's go. Let's go. <clears throat> Ravi. Or Juna. Was Rings of Power. Season one, episodes one and two, good. And was it better than the first two episodes of House of the Dragon? Yes, it was good. And fuck yes, it was better than whatever House of the Dragon is. (laughs) And I don't mean that I don't know what it is. I just mean that show is very lost. (laughs) We will be bringing our House of the Dragon thoughts at the end of the season. Yeah, I, I mean, just so that people are, are, are curious, like, why we didn't kick off with a... Uh, because usually when it comes to, like, week-to-week television, we try and do the first episode, maybe the mid-season, and then the end of the season. But I, I spoke with Christian and Arjuna, and I said to you guys, hey, I can't do it. <laughs> it's just going to be bad. So I'd rather wait till the very end and then collect my thoughts, and then we'll potentially do something on there. But, uh, yeah, House of the Dragon... Not, not something I want to talk about. Also known as Hot D. Hot D! Hot it's the D. only good thing 
to come of that. And then also that uh, weird HBO Max TikTok put together this weird cut of Matt Smith as the doctor. And that, then that as was this, awesome. And that then as awesome. um, what's his character's name? Damon. Damon. In, Who's uh, the best character in Hot D? Oh, yeah, by far. He's the only reason I'm watching the show. <laughs> For his Hot D? For his Hot D. Anyway, Krishna was uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, Rings of Power. Good. And was it better than Hot D, Episode Uno and Dos? Uh, yes to both. Easy yes to both. Uh, really good. Uh, surprisingly good. I... For all, all the shows that are out right now, I really had very low interest in watching them. Um, but they've all surpassed my expectations. Uh, and Rings of Power is definitely a step ahead of Hot D at the moment. In fact, I haven't even watched the second episode of Hot D because I feel like that's a better show to bank episodes because there's so much information and you got to get into the world. Rings of Power feels different because it takes its time it's not just dumping information at you, or I don't know. It, it feels different. Like I feel like I want to experience each episode of Rings of Power, and then sit with it. Hot D, I'd rather just binge. Yeah, uh, and I think that's due to the quality of the two shows. I think Rings of Power is clearly a step ahead of anything out right now. Maybe anything that has ever been. I mean, it is the most expensive show. And there's ever. the Krishna hyperbole that we love. Yeah, I was about <laughs> to say there it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. I mean. But in terms of uh, production, the production quality, yeah. it's clearly the... It's, I mean, I can't think of another... I mean, you guys love Doctor Who, so, you know, I know you guys, your, your radar for production quality is... Okay, well, everyone knows Doctor Who has bad production, because the and BBC you guys love infamously it. You guys love you know, it. I has hate low that production. you guys love it. Well, the BBC's a government-run thing, so, yeah. It's it doesn't make they have, like, three sense. pounds for each episode. Oh, my God. Anyway, rant over. Uh, Arjuna, was the first two episodes of Rings of Power good? And were they better than the first two episodes of House of Dragon? Yes, they were very, very good. And uh, yes, they were better than than Hot D. Um, even though I did enjoy House of the Dragon, this is no, no diss to that, but I just think Lord of the Rings for me is way more interesting than Game of Thrones. I like Game of Thrones. I love Lord of the Rings. And I thought this was just like a, a perfect return to Middle Earth and that realm. And uh, I'm like just very excited for the show. It, it It's one of those shows that just feels like appointment television for me, where it's like every Thursday night, I'm going to just kind of be locked in and ready to go and, and waiting for this show because I think uh, it's really cool. Are you going to, because obviously the show is going to drop, I think, Thursdays at 9 p.m. This first week was just the because of the first two episodes. Are yeah. you gonna wait and you gonna watch it Thursday night or wait for until sure? We, okay, Def, definitely, definitely we'll watch it Thursday. Then I'll watch it Friday. Maybe I'll watch it again Saturday. That's weird. Wow. Is it though? I mean, I, I feel like uh, I need to watch it a few times to actually understand what's going. on. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch it a few times to get the pronunciation pronunciation of like people's names down properly. Yeah, like is it rings or is it rings? Rings. It's the rings of power. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, with that, that's going to do it for us here on Was It Good. As always, you can find us on Twitter at Was It Good, on Instagram and TikTok at Was It Good Pod. Definitely check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Was It Good, for full episodes, VODs, shorts. And check out our website, wasitgood.info. We will be back this coming week with a new pod, so be sure to follow along on the social to for us to, to tell you what it's going to be on. Because I, I don't know yet. Bye. Noise. Bye. Bye.